You're listening to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, myself, Justine, and Mackenzie on Midtown Radio. So today we are going to talk about indoor activities you can do with your dog. So this can be activities that you do for fun inside your house on those cold or rainy days. Uh, It's been very, very chilly the last week or two here in Kitchener-Waterloo. Yeah, and these are fresh in our minds uh, right now because I'm just pulling up the weather and tonight it's going down to minus 23 Celsius with the wind chill. So it's been so cold recently, so I've definitely been leveraging indoor activities with the dog. So... Ready to dive in, Kens? Let's do it. Welcome to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, Justine, myself, and Mackenzie. Today, we are talking about indoor activities to do with your dog when it's cold or rainy outside like it's been recently here in southwestern Ontario. So let's get right into it. Kens, what is the first thing that we do with our dogs uh, when we're looking to spend some time indoors? Well, the first thing uh, I think of is overall canine enrichment. So this can be anything from snuffle mats or dog puzzles, um, maybe stuffers as well, Uh, something that will take a few minutes for the dog to figure out um, and maybe enjoy a little tasty treat as well. Uh, A favorite thing of ours over here with my guys is the snuffle mat. Mm -hmm. It takes them maybe five minutes, but they love it. They're searching and sniffing and they each have their own snuffle mat. So then they switch. (laughs) They'll sniff out each (laughs) other's snuffle mats. Yeah. So Ken, there may be some people listening that actually have no idea what a snuffle mat is. Can you describe what a snuffle mat actually is for our listeners? I can. It is a essentially a flat um, picture, a flat piece of plastic or rubber. And what they've done is they've taken long strips of fabric and tied it over and over again. So it could be maybe like foot by like one foot by one foot, and it's Mm -hmm. just covered in tied pieces of fabric. And so what the, what this does is there will be treats hidden along inside this fabric. So all this fabric is twisted and tied together and you hide these treats and the dog gets to sniff them out. So it takes some time, but they love it. Yeah. And you can also not only just use treats, but also just like their meal if they eat kibble. I know you feed raw, so you wouldn't do this, but if you feed kibble, you can also just feed them their meal um, in the snuffle mat. And if you are interested in Piper's Pillows, which is the local place that Mackenzie got hers from, they're on Instagram. I just checked at Piper's Pillows. P-I-P-E-R-S-P-I-L-L-O-W-S. They're great. Really, really well made. I love them. Um, 
another uh, canine enrichment activity is something you can just easily do DIY. Uh, you can use some recycled paper towel rolls or toilet paper rolls. So again, I got this idea from uh, Melissa over at Finnegan's Deli. She's a enrichment genius. Um, all she did was take some treats and stuff them in a piece uh, toilet paper roll, closed the ends, folded in the ends. So now there's a treat floating around the inside of this toilet paper roll. You hand it over to your dog and your dog has to figure out how to get it out. That mm-hmm. takes a bit more time for my smaller dogs. I've seen larger dogs do it and they just rip it apart and it is hilarious. <laughs> but it is a fun little uh, game for them to play and it does, uh, you know, you are repurposing something that you already have. Yeah. And if you have bigger dogs that maybe require something a little bit more rigorous, um, I use a lot of stuffers with my large dog, Marshall. So I really like the Westpaw Topple, T-O-P-P-L. Um, the Westpaw is the brand. So I think I got it at Pet Value. I know PetSmart does not carry Westpaw, um, but Pet Value does. And I think Global Pet Foods does as well. Um, but the Westpaw is nice because it has a really wide mouth, unlike a Kong, which is quite narrow. So it's just easier to, to stuff with stuff. Um, so those are really easy. <laughs> Good one. Um, so I use like applesauce, pureed pumpkin, um, different like dehydrated raw food. I was just going to say, if you feed raw, this is a great, a great tool because you can just fill each with uh, raw food, different proteins every day or every other day, whatever you would like. Stick some um, uh, some lake smelt or some other little goodies, even like a chicken foot or chicken neck will fit nicely in there. And they just, the dogs absolutely love it. Yeah. We did a reel recently on stuffers. So if you want to check that out on our Instagram, you can see how easy it is. I usually make them in bulk. So I make like three or four at a time and then pop them in the freezer. So we have them throughout the week. Um, so let's move on to the next one. So next into our activity we're going to talk about is trick training. Um, so this is a great one. Um, if you're, you know, stuck indoors, you're bored, um, teach your dog a new trick. What a like fantastic mentally stimulating exercise for them. They get to engage with you, but they also get to learn something new and that is exhausting for them. And you do not need a lot of space at all. You need just a small amount of space. Um, you can. There are multiple different tricks that you can teach um, within a, a, a small area. Um, a few favorites are sit, lay down, stay, pretty staple. <laughs> Uh, touch. So that's the way the dog uses their snoot and they will touch either an item or a hand. That's a really, really fun one. Uh, what did you teach Marshall recently, Justine? So I taught him roll over. That was like our trick of the month in January. We've been trying to learn a new trick every month. So in the month of January, we learned rollover and that was a really fun one to teach him. It's not the easiest trick to teach, um, but it was fun. We also taught him sit pretty and then we've been focusing on like our spin and our turn. So left and right um, as well. Um, and then can you do some shaping with Willa? Yeah, we love shaping. So this is when I take an object. It can be literally anything. Like a box. Yeah, with a box or I did it with my foam roller the other day. So I literally just put down an item and I want her to do a specific 
activity with the item that I put down. So whether that's touch it with her nose, touch it with her feet, touch it with both feet, get in the item sometimes. So uh, there's a trick called get in the box. So that's an entirely shaping activity. Uh, Maybe we should do some reels on that because that activity is very fun. That's a great idea. All right. We have one more activity we're going to talk about before we go to a break. So Mackenzie, uh, I think we're going to talk about some play type activities you can do with your dogs. Yes. So both of my dogs are very lazy. I literally have to hype them up in order to get any activity in throughout the day. And these ones uh, are really fun. It's just indoor fetch. So that's pretty much speaks for itself. We just throw a toy down our down our long hallway and they run and bring it back and run and bring it back. So that's something fun we do. Um, with that comes tug. So we play tug a lot. And again, that's like a lot of... Uh, you know, that's, that's a lot of energy that the dog is building up. Um, but it's, uh, it's fun to get my little dogs hyped up. In my opinion, it's kind of cute. Um, we also, uh, wrestle. This sounds a lot worse than it is guys. I just push my dog around, you know, we get her hyped up and again, (laughs) my dogs would sleep all day if I didn't do this. So I'm like, come on, like you want to go, you want to go. And it's just a fun little activity. Um, and then the last one, again, this is like a super hype. Like I need to hype my dogs up is we play chase. So it's either I'm chasing my dog or my dog is chasing me. Um, and this is something I just want to say, like I do this with my dogs. It may not be right, um, for you to play this game with, uh, your dog just because again, my dogs are like very chill. Um, they have a really great off switch. I can get them super pumped and then be like, okay, done. And then they're back to bed. Whereas my dog is the opposite. He is still a puppy. He has a terrible off switch. He's very high energy. So hyping him up is not always the best idea. So um, keep in mind, these activities might not be good for every pup, depending on their level of energy. Um, So if your pup needs more calm activities, we're going to talk about those after the break. Mackenzie, what time is it? It's time for the Celebrity Pup of the Week. Celebrity Pup of the Week. Oh, that gets more embarrassing every week, I think. Oh, it's so great. All right. (laughs) Who do we have? Who is our... Celebrity Pup of the Week. Well, this week we have a very special pupper. Um, his name is do, 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 at Holiday Hank. Woo! Can we talk about for a moment how cute the name Hank is for a dog? Very cute. People names. It's an adorable name. People names on dogs. Great. 
Holiday Hank tagged us in the sweetest picture uh, right before Valentine's Day. And we just wanted to talk about that. He is sitting so cute and his little rose in his mouth and he's being so handsome. And he's just got hearts floating around his head and just, it's the cutest, perfect photo. Um, Yeah. He's just sick. and Hank. Uh, Hank tags us in lots of photos. We get we get lots of tags from Holiday Hank. He's always out on great adventures, so we love seeing that from you, Holiday Hank. So keep it coming, and you are this week's celebrity pop of the week. Woof 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 woof. If you'd like your pup featured on celebrity pup of the week tag us on instagram at dog friendly kw to be featured but remember only if your dog is super cute <laughs> no i'm just kidding all your dogs are cute we love all dogs all dogs <laughs> we love all dogs <laughs> when does marshall get to be the celebrity pup of the week yeah our guys will never make it Welcome back. You're listening to the Dog Friendly KW Podcast with your hosts, myself, Mackenzie, and Justine. Today, we are discussing indoor activities to do with your dog. Uh, In the second half of today's episode, we're going to discuss some more structured activities to do with your dog. So right before the break, we talked about how to rile your dog up if your dog is as lazy as mine and you need to get them moving or else they'll just sleep all day. Now we're going to flip it over to if your dog is normally pretty, you know, hyper, not as chill, and how we can do some indoor structured activities with your dog. And Justine is the queen of this. So Justine, what do we have? Yeah, I definitely am the queen of this because on a scale of one to really high energy, my dog's like a 12. So calm structured activities are the best for us. So a couple of ones that we do, honestly, almost every day, Um, we use the place command. So this is one we've been focusing on, um, our like, it's our like trick of the month. It's not like a trick, but it's very, a useful command to teach your dog. So we've been working on place this month. um, And what that looks like is spending a lot of time every day, um, guiding him to practice calm while on his bed. Um, It's often recommended you do this on like a raised bed. We just use our regular like plush bed. Um, But yeah, that's a great activity. You basically just use the command place and you're teaching your dog to be calm in that particular location for a duration of time. And eventually you want to work up to them basically being able to lay there calmly for as long as you want them to, despite what you're doing. So if you're doing a workout or you're moving around, you're doing housework, the expectation would be is they still stay there in a calm state. Marshall's not there yet. He really does need me to be beside him um, in order for him to stay there. But eventually my hope is that he'll lay on his bed on place and I'll be able to like do my yoga practice. This is a really, really great activity um, for if you are going out and about with your dog to like different dog-friendly patios or breweries and you want your dog to be calm, this is a great activity to get your dog there. Um, Also, um, I spoke about this in other podcasts, but we do agility. So a lot of the times your dog is not working and they're watching other dogs go crazy around them, teaching them to be calm 
in a um, controlled space like a bed or a crate is very, very important. So that's something that can definitely be used outside the home. Yeah. So other than that, we also do another exercise that Lily talked about when she was with us last week, the sit on the dog exercise. And that essentially is your dog just sits, you have them on leash and they sit. And if they try to stand, you put them back into a sit and it's basically just a patience exercise. So we use that a lot when we were building up to place. Um, We did that when Marshall was a really young puppy. Um, Another one in the house that's great is follow the leader. Um, so basically just having your dog on the leash and teaching them to walk basically in a heel beside you, um, and having them follow you, um, in a, in a calm fashion. Um, this is really great for teaching leash leash skills, um, and is also really good for introducing new tools. So we've been teaching Marshall, um, to get comfortable with the prong. Um, so we've been doing a lot of indoor work so that when we start to go outside on walks, he's really comfortable with the prong tool at that point. And the other big one is patience exercises. So I will literally sit on the couch and watch TV and I'll have a treat on my knee and Marshall will lay on the ground in front of me and he just lays there and he just has to be patient until, you know, he seems pretty calm. And then I give him the treat. We also do this with toys. Um, and it's a really good way just to teach your dog how to be calm and patient. Um, One other thing that I don't do myself because I don't have the space, nor do I have the device. um, You can also use a treadmill. Um, This is a really great structured activity for your dog. I do believe the dog house has some local resources on this. Um, Do not use a mechanical treadmill. You need to use one of the electric motor ones. I don't know what they're called, but there's loads of resources online. So make sure you, you know, do lots of research and make sure you're implementing it safely and slowly, but that's a really good, um, alternative if you can't get out for a full walk because of the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all really, really great. Um, fun activities that seem boring, but they're really not that boring. (laughs) And they're so simple. Like you can do them anywhere. And honestly, it took me so long to get into a group of doing place with Marshall. And now I have a Kindle and I just, honestly, I stand there and I hold them on place and I read my Kindle or I watch TV. So it's stuff that I would typically just be lounging on the couch anyways. But instead, like we did place right before I put Marshall in his crate to record this session and minus his little barking session earlier, he's like totally passed out because he's so tired. So a couple more activities, Ken's. What's the next one? I believe we have two more to share with you guys. So what is the next indoor activity? Next one is nose work. So this one is really, really fun. Um, Obviously, it uh, requires treats. So it is just an activity where you take different treats and you hide them around your house, your place. And your dog has to use their little snoot and sniff them out and eat the treats that you hide, hid, <laughs> yeah, hide and hid, <laughs> hide and hid in one word <laughs> that you hid. So this is a really easy, again, activity. You just have to, you know, depending on your dog's level of difficulty, you could like get really creative and like hide them in between like couch cushions, or you could literally just place them on like your coffee table or underneath your coffee table something like that. I've been hiding treats in the couch cushions when we do this activity. And now Marshall just permanently wants to dig in between the couch cushions, which is so annoying. Um, But he has found them there, which is quite impressive. So 
Um, another thing I did recently was I took my partner's old snowboarding jacket and I, you guys might've seen this on our Instagram stories, but I stuffed treats in like all the different pockets and I just put the jacket on the ground and then Marshall had to dig through all the pockets on the jacket to find the treats, which was really fun for him. So our next activity is something I've never done with my dogs because I just, I don't, I've never tried this, but I want to hear about your experience just in playing hide and seek with Marshall. Oh my God. So fun. So Marshall gets excited. So we have to have him on leash, but basically what we do is we have him on leash and one of us, uh, like myself or my partner will go hide somewhere in our condo. Um, and then the other person has him on leash and just says search, which is the command we use for nose work as well. If we're telling him to go look for treats, we say search, Um, So we'll say search and then he starts to search through the condo for us and it's so fun and he does get a little hype. um, So that's why we keep him on leash. He would just tear through the condo otherwise, but it doesn't take too long. Like you're maybe spending like 10, 15 minutes doing this, but Marshall likes it and it seems to like tire him out a little bit. That sounds so fun. (laughs) I'm going to try that. It's a good one. All right. And our last indoor activity to do with your dogs uh, might be a little cheesy, but that's fine. Uh, You can watch TV. Yeah, we do this a lot. Um, And I I always joke because my dogs are sighthounds. They love watching TV. LOL. (laughs) But um, they love watching TV. They like um, listening to, you know, different like we watch a lot of nature documentaries and my dogs just love watching you know the birds fly by or uh the the camels walk in the sahara it literally could be any sort of movement on the screen and my dogs are like wide-eyed ears perked up like watching so intently um you could even just throw in like youtube videos for your pup uh with like squirrels and or birds there's a million Mm -hmm million um, different YouTube videos designated to or designed for dogs, which is hilarious. <laughs> I also put, I watched A Dog's Way Home recently. Honestly, don't recommend it. It's not a very good movie. The only reason I made it through to the end is because both Marshall and my cat Gerald were fascinated. <laughs> they just thought it was the best movie they'd ever seen and couldn't take their eyes off the screen. So you might want to put it on for your dog. It's on Netflix. I personally did not find it enjoyable for myself, but I got joy out of watching Marshall and Gerald watch it. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm now going to turn it on for my dogs. <laughs> well, there you have it. We have talked about, you know, we're bad at counting. If you've been turning tuning into the podcast over the last uh, couple months, but I think we've given you six-ish new activities for you to do inside with your dog. Um, I believe as we're recording this podcast, there's a storm rolling in. So we might have some unpleasant weather this week. Um, So hopefully this keeps you and your dogs busy um, when you're stuck indoors. And if you have any fun activities of you and your dog doing things indoors, please tag us on Instagram at dogfriendlykw, whether in your story or in a post. And we would love to see what you and your pup get up to indoors. And when we come back from break, we're going to be doing a lightning round all about indoor activities with your dogs.
Welcome back to the Dog Friendly KW podcast with your host, myself, Mackenzie, and Justine. Uh, today, we've been talking about indoor activities you can do with your dog, and we are about to dive into a lightning round of fast-paced, awesome questions. Pew, pew, <laughs> pew. Because according to Mackenzie, that is the sound of lightning. Yes, correct. If this is your first time tuning into the podcast, I highly recommend you become a regular listener so that you pick up on our inside jokes because there seem to be many of them. So the more you listen, the more you'll, you'll know. Yeah. But let's dive in. In today's lightning round, we are going to be asking each other questions about ways we keep our dogs busy indoors. So the first question is, if you were stuck inside with your dog, for a whole week, what is one toy or tool you would need to make it through, Mackenzie? Ooh, good question. Um, my answer is their handy dandy squirrel on a leash. So I have this sounds really weird now. I'm saying it out loud. I have a long toy. It is very long. It is like probably five feet long, and on the end there's a little fuzzy item that looks like a squirrel and I run around and the dogs chase it and it is hilariously cute but that is the one tool or toy that I would have to have for my dogs all right next question ready go what is the all-time best indoor dog game in your opinion Justine oh I love I love nose work it's like it's so simple and there's so many variations you can do with it Um, it's something we've been working on with Marshall since he was a tiny puppy and it's been fun to see him like really improve those skills, um, in the time that we've been practicing it with him and we can start to increase the difficulty. So I would say that's our go-to and it honestly seems to make him really tired after we do it. So that's my go-to. All right. Next question. What is the most important thing for people to remember when they are playing indoors with their dog? So uh, for me, it's my answer would be to, it depends because the games that I play, like I mentioned before, my dogs get pretty revved up, um, but I love that about playing indoors with my dogs. But if you obviously have a bigger dog, you know, just, just be careful. Even if you have a small dog, just be careful. Uh, sometimes uh, they can just get way too rowdy and, you know, slip and slide or, or, you know, try and jump on something and then bail. That has definitely happened over here. So just be careful of how revved up you are getting your dog as my dog is literally eating a toilet paper roll right now. <laughs> okay. Last question. Woo. Oh, what? Oh, sorry. <laughs> What's the biggest catastrophe your pup has had in your house? Uh, Marshall had a pee accident uh, in the kitchen like last week and he never has accidents anymore. And he started peeing in the kitchen while I was cooking. And I looked down and he was literally just peeing and peeing and peeing. And I was like, Marshall. And I moved his butt. And thank God I have laminate floors. Thank I was God just going to say, was it just on your laminate floors? He literally, he's peeing, he's peeing, he's peeing. And I pushed his butt to be like, stop it. But I didn't know what to do. Like, it was like, there was pee going everywhere. I have a small kitchen. And like, I'm not kidding. It took like three towels to clean it up. There was literally a lake of dog pee in my kitchen. Well, Mine's a little bit different. Um, it reminded me of this uh, 
toilet paper my dog was just eating. So one time when Willa was a puppy, we had left an unopened um, thing of toilet paper. And it was like the 12 rolls that were like triple roll rolls. And we went out to like get groceries or something. And we're like, oh, she's fine. Like she's been really, really good out of a crate. Like she's fine. Bad idea. We came back every single roll was destroyed. There was literally toilet paper from one end of the condo to the other. It was all over our couch. It was all over everything. Literally, we were vacuuming up toilet paper for like a week. It was (laughs) hilarious, but horrible. And uh, this is why I don't trust my dog with toilet paper, everybody. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for tuning in today to the Dog Friendly KW podcast. We really hope you learned some new activities to do inside with your pup to help you get through the rest of winter. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel. We're so close. So um, we hope these keep you busy for the cold days ahead. And we all look forward to spring. So we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye.